Steve Rear. Welcome to the Gore Club Podcast, everybody. I'm Steve Vessel. I'm Death Metal Dave. I'm Ace. And this evening we have two guests. Can you please introduce yourselves? Uh, I'm Trevor Thompson. I'm a makeup artist for film and television. Uh, I'm Sydney Hampton. I'm the host of the Really Queer Podcast and Movie Night. Um, yeah, and I'm a drag queen. And I'm, uh, I like to think that I'm very, uh, what's the word, academic, but I'm not, so. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you are. You're just being nice. I'm not either. Yeah. <laughs> so, so y'all did an episode without me that should be out soon. Um, yeah, actually, Corey's editing right now. We did, we had somebody zoom in from Chicago, uh, a film critic from Chicago, and since the Zoom, uh, we're still working with editing on that, and it takes forever. But I'm sorry. That's all right. That's why you're the only person that gets paid. He talked about. <laughs> he, talk, he talked about some movies that I recently watched. He talked about X. Yeah, we talk. Well, we do, we we're doing a series right now. We're doing. Uh, we did women's of women's women's of horror. It's the gays of horror. We're doing women of horror. Gays of horror or the queers of horror, and then I want to do POC, uh, an episode of POC of horror. So you missed the women of horror. Oh, okay. so yeah, we talked about X, Barbarian, we talked about, I don't know, Ace, what else? Quick, quick I mean, I, quick summary of X. X, yeah. Horny old people kill young people. Oh, fuck, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and uh, I watched, the, uh, what was it, uh, Barbarian? Yeah. Uh, about uh, going to, uh, um, it's the worst commercial for, uh, you know, running a house ever. Oh, yeah, Airbnb. I saw, uh, I saw a review for it that said you can't spell Airbnb without Barbarian. Yeah. That's so fucking <laughs> You can't spell Barbarian without Airbnb. I Only thing I took away from that, 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 uh, that movie is when uh, just... Boop. <laughs> There's so many good parts about that movie. It took me a while to appreciate the writing because I've gotten so hard on writing when it comes to just stupid fucking characters. I love a dumb slasher movie. I love Google Lee's Four. We always talk about this all the time. But like, goddamn, her being so fucking nice and wanting to save him. I'm like, get the fuck out. Who cares? But then it, it all makes sense and it's great. I mean, Justin Long, we spoil everything. So fuck that guy. I'm so glad. That was that was a great ending for him to. To go that way, like yeah. the whole the whole story is great. Has everybody seen a barbarian? Yeah. What do you think? Oh. You have it. Oh. You, have to, oh. you have to see it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. My job is horror movies don't really phase me anymore. Sure. But the whole time I was just like, like, I'm, okay. I'm gonna put that on the list. Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. I watched Nope. Yeah. Sky Sharks. <laughs> Sky Sharks. Sky Sharks. Just summing up everything in like two sentences. Just summing summing it up. Okay. We have a lot of time. And then I watched Smile last night. Yeah, I need to see that. What'd you think? It follows. No, no, it's the same movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I, I, I didn't enjoy it. I, it was okay. The last, the last ten minutes were pretty cool, but it was, it was, it follows. Except yeah. not as creepy. So we're good. I mean, they yeah, had the only part that was scary was like, I mean, no, that's not fair. There were a few parts that were like There's scary. I don't do body horror, so a lot, some of that stuff is Ooh. like. Ugh. But then, like opening the mouth and like crawling inside. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was a no for me. <laughs> I wasn't. I was like, that was that was that was a pretty intense moment. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed that part of the movie. They have they had an incredible marketing campaign though. They did. Oh yeah. Oh man, yeah. People it, standing in, in the games. They they just didn't spend money on commercials. No. They just sent a bunch of Add, people with creepy smiles and T-shirts to like a Dodgers game, and it was cheaper and it worked. <laughs> yes, and it worked. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the number one movie right now of the year because we did a trivia thing last week at the Gore Club, and that was wow. one of the questions that my partner picked out, and they were like, "Hey." Uh, What's the what's the number one horror movie in the in the world right now? I was like, I don't know. They're like, it's that that movie smile. Why? Yeah, yeah. marketing. As, yeah. Okay, that's fair. fair. You know, yeah. you know what did not have good marketing? Bodies, bodies, bodies. Yeah, yeah. Still haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I like that movie. It's on my list. It's just like millennials. What would millennials do in in a horror film? Right. 
canal. It's like I'm a millennial, but when I was watching it, it's oh. like Gen Z kids. Gen Z kids. Oh, okay. And so what I'm sitting there watching, I'm like, these spoiled kids. <laughs> had the big mansion to hang out in. And it was like, you just get to ride out the storm here. But I just I liked it a lot. Uh, I included on some of the stuff for today too, but uh, it's got that A24 thing where it's like it's a horror movie, but it's much deeper. Than it's elevated <laughs> horror, you <Yeah>. fucking <laughs> get it. Um, I, I have there's so much. I, somebody I, was it you and I talking about the Ed Vigor Club not too long ago? But it was just so hard to keep up on everything that's coming out. It's just like this is the golden age of horror. People yeah, were really? like, it's the 40s. I was like, no, motherfucker, it's right it's now. Right, yeah. Yeah. There is so much and so fat. Like, God, I, I, yeah. I have a list. Like, it's like a stack of books next to my bed. It's a list of movies I need to see. Yeah. I mean, I feel really bad. Like, I feel like a terrible fan because people will ask me, have you seen this movie? Have you seen that movie that, like, just came out? And, I mean, I, I haven't seen a year's worth of new releases. So, yeah, just like get on lock it. Lock myself in a room and just watch all kinds of shit because I feel like a terrible fan, but there's so much coming out right now. Yeah. My list of like 2023 is going to be like, oh, no, screen. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's came out in January. Yeah, have you yeah. seen Pearl yet? No, see, Still, you gotta watch. See, it. that's what I'm talking about. Like, I'm, I'm, still, I'm like, no, 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 no. I love Pearl. That, you know, I'm yeah. like, because it's Black Friday in a few days, and I'm just gonna buy everything that I missed. <laughs> oh God, yeah, for ten bucks. <laughs> Everyone gets the emails from the shelf factory. He's like, I know, I, I know. Can't wait to see what bullshit vinegar syndrome puts out for like fifty bucks that I'm going to probably buy. Snaps and oh, vinegar yeah. syndrome and yeah. uh, Severin and all of them. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Really nuts. It's, it's fucking great, and I'm so broke. Every year I say I'm not going to spend money on this, and then I end up with like a. Three disc version of Thriller. <laughs> what? <laughs> you did that last year. <laughs> Halloween drained my account. So, I'm, and then we've got the two big events in December. We've got the Loba Krampus celebration. It's our fifth year. And then we're bringing uh, um, Felissa Rose took town in, on December 17th. So she gets all my money. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are we talking about? Tonight is the Queers of Horror. I want to talk about like the history. Uh, I want to talk about being in the industry. I want to talk about having a podcast. I want to talk about your favorite films, your heroines. People like, like I don't know, like Bram Stoker being in the fucking closet his entire life. Like all these little things that, that people have had to um, either endure or we've loved and nobody talks about. It's like there's so much to talk about when it comes to the subject, I think. But I don't want us to talk about it. <laughs> I want them to talk about it to us. Or we can ask, ask questions or, you know, if we have. I know I have a bunch, but... Um, let's start. Like, what was the, what was the very first time you've ever felt comfortable in movie theater being a gay person? Go. Sydney. Uh, I don't watch in a horror film. If you ever, if ever. I don't think I've ever felt comfortable. And well, no, that's not fair because, um, local skinny legend, Daniel Cole, um, rents out the movie theater for like the dolls to come and watch whatever we watched. Um, that, uh, we watched, I think Halloween 20... It wasn't 2018. It was Halloween. It was Halloween Kills there. Um, we watched... Evil Dies Tonight. Yeah, Evil Dies Tonight. Um, the Godzilla movie. Uh, we watched a couple others. We watched Scream. Yeah. So like those, when I'm when I'm like in a theater where I know everybody like that's in there, I feel comfortable. But in a theater in general, since the, the Batman shooting in Aurora, I just don't really feel so yeah. great in movie theaters, um, which is part of the reason why I wanted to have like movie night, um, like a queer movie night every month where we could like go to a bar where we feel safe ish and watch, you know, whatever garbage I've selected to subject everyone to. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really think, I think movie theaters are kind of scary. You're in a room that's dark with like a lot of steps 
and very little leg room. So yeah. if you have to get up and go to the bathroom, it's hard enough. Imagine trying to run out of a theater. I don't want to ever experience I don't that. want to. Yeah, yeah. Knocking on wood. Yeah. That's a really honest fucking answer. Uh, Trevor, do you even go to the movies? No, I do go to the movies. Okay. I do go to the movies. When, okay, when was the last time you walked into the movie theater and you were like, you know what? Uh, this is going to be great because you maybe even know what the themes are in the film. If it's if it's gay forward or whatever, however you want to pronounce, you know, pronounce it, however, however you want to say about that. I mean, I don't um, really know if I've ever had really had that experience where I'm just like, oh yeah, like here we go. No shit. You know, I mean, I've I, but I've never really t- felt terribly uncomfortable. Yeah. In a movie theater, you know, I mean, of course, like the the Aurora shooting, like that. I mean, ever since that's happened, like every single time I sit down in the theater, I've had that moment where I'm like, okay, that's the exit. That's the exit. I'm pretty sure I can push this person down. And <laughs> he's just pointing at it that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can throw that baby that way. Just, uh, but, um, I mean, that pops into my head every single time, but I'm like, ooh, intrusive thought. Get out, you know. But I don't really know if I've ever had, you know, an experience where I've been like either incredibly comfortable or incredibly uncomfortable. Right. You know, it's been more of a neutral thing, but I am huge on movie theaters. I want that to. I want them to continue to be a thing. Yeah. Um, I refuse to watch anything that premieres um, on streaming services or apps. I, I refuse. So if a movie, what do you mean by that? Like, if, you refuse to go to the theater or you refuse to see them streaming? No, so if they do, like, it, like well, Halloween ends. I hated it, but <laughs> that's a good example. It, it, it released in theaters and on Peacock on the exact same day. And I refused to watch it on Peacock. I waited and saw it in a theater because, I mean, I, I, I like supporting that. Yeah, those people worked their ass off on that piece of shit movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was entertained. Uh, actually, I liked it. Yeah, we <laughs> talked about that. Like, I liked it. I hated Kills because of different reasons. It's like, you know, I like the whole damn franchise, but goddamn. Wait, yeah. you liked Ends but not Kills? Yeah. Right. We actually had an episode, me and uh, another friend of mine who loves it. And yeah, yeah, because there's so much about it I just despised because I'm such a big fan of the original. And that's what I was thought I was going to be promised. There's a whole episode we did on this. And it's great because we have my friend who's just like going off and off. And I'm just like, God damn, they couldn't even get the jackliner correct. Like, what the fuck? You know, I'm that, I, I get real nitpick, nitpicky. Yeah. I usually don't. Not anymore. Not anymore, at least. But I decided to take on that character of like, I hate this movie and you love it. Like, I don't hate it. But it was fun to do that. Yeah. And there's a lot of truths in that episode of me be saying, like, God damn it. Like, well, he became Grayson Voorhees at the beginning of the movie. He's like, why is he killing all these fucking firefighters? My Michael Myers would have just flipped the back of the room. And there we go. Right. Here comes the music and he goes away. And it's just like, that, that's what I wanted. And they totally changed the whole dynamic of the character. But from his perspective, <laughs> fuck you, Dave. It's okay. It's okay, Steve. I'll get through this. I don't know. It feels good. <laughs> and then, but from their perspective, they were like, you know, this is Michael going crazy. This is a whole episode. If you can find it, it's called Love Hates uh, our Halloween Kills episode. But yeah. Yeah. I listened to the Labor uh, uh, on Sh- or, yeah, Nightmare on Street today. Oh, God. Yeah. I had a good time. Yeah. yeah. We're so goofy. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when we all think we all are on the same page and we're like, ah, I gotcha. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> and then just get, just throw out trash like, like a wild card I am. Oh, <laughs> like 15 minutes of you all arguing about why, uh, I think it was Freddy's... Was it Freddy Freddy's Freddy dead. Freddy, 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 oh, Freddy, no, Freddy's, Freddy's, Freddy's dead. Thank you, yeah. Freddy's dead. Yeah. We were talking about Halloween. But yeah, um, uh, that, why that one was like the end or the remake. Yeah. Or uh, Freddy versus Jason, which I think all of you were unfair about. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah my, my girlfriend fucking loves that movie and she's like fuck you guys I'm like what well, it's when you came out blah blah you know you, it's when you saw it it's when you saw it. all those little things matter 
Yeah. Like, what the music you might like better than you did. That's like, oh, I love that fucking song or whatever. All these little bitty things that make a movie that, that touch you in a certain way. Yeah. Speaking of, you all talked about Kelly Rowland saying uh, the F slur. Mm. Yeah. And I did a Twitter poll, which got eight poll votes. And <laughs> we decided as a community that, yes, you can say it. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Eight gays are a monolith. <laughs> <laughs> but that matters. That's why this episode is awesome. That's good, though. At least the eight of you who have decided it was great. Because I'm just like, I don't know, that makes me feel uncomfortable. But, like, who who, 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 who uh, thinks things are more uncomfortable than anybody else? White people. You shouldn't say that. And the Asian guy's like, that's how we eat, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thank you. I don't know. You know, it's, it's, it, that's, what, that's what's great about these episodes that I, I definitely wanted to do. Um, and I will say, the time I was with friends and they told me that they felt the most bond, they didn't, didn't even have to think about it, it was at uh, a Rocky Horror Picture Show event. That, mm-hmm. It was at the Vogue. It wasn't the Baxter, because I know a lot of people know the Baxter Avenue one, but like yeah. the Vogue. And that's where I met so many of my friends. And I still am friends with those people today. And like, especially back then, we didn't think about school shootings or a mass shooting or <laughs> the Joker showing up to shoot everybody at a fucking Batman. All that shit. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a nice little page turn. Okay, next. Happy stuff. <laughs> I mean, no, that was always really comfortable. It was, it was Rocky Horror. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, I mean, I mean, the Vogue was a little bit before my time. So I was like, <gasps> McCain's over there. <laughs> I just went to the, uh, the Baxter Avenue one. Yeah. And, I mean, I went every, every month from probably 2008 until, I don't know, when they, when, whenever they stopped doing it. I forgot what year that was. I don't know. Recently, a bunch of pictures but, emerged online of me at the Rocky Horror at the Vogue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lipstick was on point. Nice yeah. black it was. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. I saw that one. It was First good. time I wore a dress. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I had hair and beautiful. First time? First time. <laughs> I've done it before. It's, it's fine. Uh, I've played the Toxic Avenger before. You know, two so that counts. Have y'all ever seen the, the stage play where it's not the like a shadow cast? It's just like the, oh, the Rocky the Horror? Musical. Yeah, just Rocky Horror. No, I've never seen it live. They do it um, at play every year. Time Slip Theater puts it on. Um, it's really cute. That's badass. You should check it out. Yeah, all the places that we're talking about are in Louisville, Kentucky, by the way. If you're watching this in Australia, who just picked this up? Picked this up. It is Poland. If you're watching, if you're watching this in Poland. <laughs> <laughs> so in Louisville, Kentucky, in the US of A. Uh, you're an international <laughs> podcast now. Oh, God. How's it? Doesn't it feel good? I have a listener in Singapore, so I know exactly. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> no, it really it, it makes this, it, it feels unreal sometimes. What are you going to do now? Yeah. Shut up. You <laughs> this motherfucker going to Disney World exactly oh that's what Mike Tyson was yeah, saying yeah, that's fuck him. Uh, let's see what, I don't know what do you else I saw, about? Well, I was going to say I saw Rocky Horror on like basic cable in the 90s and I didn't even know it. I thought it was like a horror movie God. I was like 14 <laughs> yeah and, it's completely and I watched like, it and I was like oh man, this is actually pretty good and then like I rented it or I'm like, I gotta say I got my mom to ask for it for Christmas and I got a VHS copy of it for Christmas one year and watched it like a whole bunch. And I saw it like not on cable. And I was like, oh, there's a bunch of stuff in here I missed. And a little bit of backstory. I grew up like my mom took me to a Southern Baptist church. Yeah, so, you were some hoedown, hoedown shit. Yeah, okay, in yeah. that redneck-ass town in Kentucky. So <laughs> watching Rocky Horror, I was like, wow, this is great. I've never seen anything <laughs> like this before. <laughs> this is so good. And like all the songs, I would get this like stuck in my head. And I couldn't like, and I was just like. Opened a whole new world. I was like, maybe I do like musical theater. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a gateway drug. That movie, that's why some people kind of forget about it because it's like, oh God, you know, it's like fucking Dracula's Dead or whatever, or Bela Lugosi's Dead. It's like, yeah, okay, that's the fucking song everybody knows. But that's that's some people's start when it comes to either gay horror, trans horror, whatever. And that's got it all. And, yeah. and that's what that movie is so amazing. And people kind of just discount it now. And 
I think shock. I think I think shock. Uh, shock treatment's better, but uh, that those two movies are life changing for some people, especially if like my daughter. I, I showed my daughter like Buffy and Rocky Horror, and she identified with that in a way I didn't even understand at the time. So that's that's the, the Rocky Horror Picture Show made people feel like, oh, I belong, and then we're still in Stone Age. <laughs> You like shock treatment better? Yeah. I mean, it's I like, I like, it. I like Jack the Harper better. I like, I like, I just like the songs better. Okay. I think that they, the, the production on Rocky Horror is better. Fuck off, man. You're getting a lot of trash, trash, trash opinions from Steve tonight. I don't give a shit, man. I love that. <laughs> Especially when I didn't even know it was a, a sequel when I had first seen it. I didn't even know. I was like, oh, this is, this is fun. And then everyone's like, dumbass, that's the sequel to Rocky Horror Picture Show. I was like, oh, Janet, I'm a fucking idiot. Wait, that's a sequel? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Richard O'Brien directed it. Still, Patricia Quinn's in it. Um, It's just that uh, Janet and Brad are recast. Now I have to see it. Stevie's been trying to get me to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. There's like there's like a laundry list of movies that I've not seen. Like you, I grew up uh, in a podunk little Christian uh, hellscape. (laughs) <laughs> and I didn't get to watch stuff. So, like, whenever I turned 18, I started, like, ingesting horror like a crazy person. So now I've got, like, what knowledge I do have I've learned in the past 12 years. Um, so I've missed out on a lot, and shock treatment's one of them. Yes. Yes. Um, so what was the, what, what was, like, the first, like, queer horror film that you remember watching? Or, you know, like, new that's, like, well, this is, like... Yeah, or they, 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 you, that you that you saw the cues that, that other people probably didn't. Because there's, I mean, there's a lot of that in, in, in horror history. I mean, yeah, there, there are. Like, with, just in general? Just or in like, general. I mean, Nightmare 2, of course. Yeah. But, I mean, See, that's like, the one I didn't even pick up on until later. And somebody was like... I had friends that told me about that. And, I was like, and then they were oh. like, hey, it's, it's a movie about, it's about being gay. And I'm, I watched it, and I'm like, is it? Yeah, that was oh. way over my head as a kid. Yeah, I mean, he's like, there's someone trying to get inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, well, like, well, my dad picked up on, like, Bride of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. But I think he knew that James Whale, I mean, this is when I was born. So, it was, you know, this is the fucking the 70s. I think he already knew, that, like, the whole gay history of the film. But see, I didn't. I didn't see it that way. And he's like, you know, that's for gay people. Yeah. I mean, that one's one of his favorite movies. That but one it's like, is I'm like, what is that? Wants, yeah. You know. Yeah. It's... It's kind of, it's hidden. There's a lot of hidden. Dracula, I was just talking about Dracula, how Bram Stoker writes that one scene where he stops the vampire bride. He's like, he's mine, like in capital letters. But then they, that's in almost every stage play. It's in every movie. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't what, like 30 years ago, people started talking about him being closeted the whole time. Like, I I didn't pick up on that kind of stuff. Well, what? Fuck you, Trevor. What did you see that we didn't, Trevor? I don't know. It must just, I, I guess it's just built in. I have no idea. But like, <laughs> it's your gator. Well, I mean, you have, you have the end. I mean, I, I can only speak for myself, but like you have those, especially when you're closeted growing up, like you can see things in other people that you're like, oh, oh, you, oh, you do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, you know, you, you, you see like, we all kind of, I mean, everybody on earth, you know, it's like we all have kind of lived this almost same threads of existence. Yeah. So I feel like you can pick up on those things a little bit easier. Like if you are experiencing them and like you just see that like one little subtle thing and you're like, oh, okay. I call it Sister Clocket. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's a sister? (laughs) Ah, Sister Clocket. Fuck yeah. It's like the updated gaydar? Is that what that is? It's it's gaydar for the gays. Oh, okay. If I see somebody at the store and they're, I'm like... 
are you? (laughs) (laughs) I observed them for a moment. Next thing you know, I'm like, oh, she's a sister. Mm -hmm. She's a sister. Uh, Hey, girl. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, so you don't don't have that. (laughs) I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Consider yourself lucky, honestly. Oh, no shit. Yeah, it's, a, it's a heavy burden. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. That's fucking great. Though. My first, my first, uh, I think, time real life, like, going, like, I guess, it's not like, it, it is queer. Uh, Carrie, oh, for yeah. me, watching it, yeah. I was like, I think it was the first time that my brain started to actually, like, work, and was like, oh, you relate to this, why? And I was, and, you know, I thought about it more, and it's kind of like, the catalyst for me getting into thinking like more critically about like queerness and films that aren't explicitly queer so i think it's probably carrie wow what was the first one you thought represented well being gay i think carrie's a pretty i mean if you if you kind of like trans like if you kind of like um transfer carrie's like i mean you, it's hard to do because her womanhood is literally like the whole thing to the film but if you kind of like put a, a gay person in her place um her life mirrors a lot of gay people mine included quite a lot as so you're uh, i think it's a pretty good representation of like growing up gay with like a very religious uh family and being like th- literally thrown into a <laughs> closet Ray Carietta. Oh, man. I didn't put that together. Fuck me. Little little thing. Getting bullied all the time and having stuff that, like, instead of a tampon for me, it would just be, like, like, shoved into a locker or, like, called the F slur. I don't know if I can say it on here. Fuck yeah. Um, Work. Yeah, being called a faggot or a queer or a fruit or whatever. So, like, those those things mirror, like, growing up queer a lot. And then um, at the end, whenever she's got, like, she, like, gets hold of her power and she's, like, burning shit down and beating people with fire hoses. Like, I watched that, and I was like... <laughs> like, I would have... Like, the, thing, like the, the, the wrath I would have wrought if I just had superpowers. And honestly, probably a good thing I didn't, because there'd be a lot of dead people. Ooh, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. I mean, she's like a fucking school shooter, in a way. Yeah. That's I've, exactly I've, yeah. how I looked at it. You know, I mean, not from when I first saw it, but in recent times, I'm like, oh, Carrie's a fucking school shooter. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, a lot of, I think I've talked to a lot of queer people about this, like, um, growing up and like, what do you do with all of your rage? What do you do with all of those hormones and all of that anger and hurt? What do you do with it? A lot of us just grow up to be fantastic people. And some of us are mean or turn to drugs or whatever. But what if we did have like superpowers, you know, what would, what could we possibly like, do whenever if you had unchecked power and i mean i think about it still like i'm on the road and i wish i had magneto powers because somebody some idiot in front of me is acting up and i'm just like so it's a good thing we don't have those but yeah it's like you know you, you grow up bullied you you go to like really dark places and you think like really really messed up shit and then you know thank god most of us haven't done that right. but it's it's easy it's it's a really interesting, like, not a character study so much, just like a societal study of how far, like, society will push an individual to be on the brink or to consider doing something that would be so monstrous, you know? Mm-hmm. So not to not to give pity to people who do it, of course. No. But, but like, it, it, is, it is interesting and important to understand, like, how people get there. Yeah. Um, and how quickly and closely people can get to 
that point. I think Carrie's a really good. I, I love Carrie. Carrie's like that movie for me. What did you think of the remakes? Um, so actually, I'm I'm a devil's advocate for the remake. I yeah. think um, there's two of them. Yeah, which one? Oh, not the TV version. Yeah, yeah, the one with Chloe. Chloe. Yeah, yeah, Moritz. Moritz. Like, yeah. like the queen of the remakes. Um, and what's the mom? Who? Uh, oh my god, who plays? Who plays Margaret? Dave can look it up. Uh, Ju- Julie, Julia, Julie. Oh, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Fucking um, she. She turned that out. She really did. Because I love the original you? Carrie. She's she's given or the original uh, Margaret. She's giving. She's giving camp. You know. Yeah, it's Piper Laurie. Yeah, she's she's serving. Like she was. A, a, a fun unhinged to watch. Like, it's hard to watch because it's sad, but also, like, that you better work. But <laughs> Julianne played it very different, and, and I thought she I thought she really ate that part out. Yeah. So I actually really liked the, the remake. Uh, I think it was, like, 2000 and... 2013? Uh, oh, already close. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. 2011, I think. Was. Yeah. I made a comment in a few episodes ago about her being, Chloe being, like, the queen of remakes because she's in so many remake horror films like the Amityville Horror. She's in Let the Right One In. She's in Carrie. She's in so many fucking great ones. And that's another fucking great movie. Let the Right One In. I, I can't remember in the remake if they if they even reveal that it is a boy, even though we all think it's a girl. But I know in the original film it is. And the story, of course. But like, yeah, that was, I have a whole list of of queer films and, and so, you know, like ones that are buried, like Fright Night or whatever. Um, and that was one of them. Um, <laughs> Let the Right One In is a fantastic remake. And it's a horror, it's a hammer horror film. And they were some of the first people to make queer horror films, but it was a lot more accepted to have like girl on gil vampires, like, ooh, like uh, vampire lovers. Uh, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, that was way more acceptable. It's way, it's, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. well, it's cool, man. It's like, more easily digestible at the time. You know? Right, right. Unrelated, but have y'all, uh, kind of related because uh, lesbian vampires. Have y'all seen Daughters of Darkness? The. The, it's the Belgian Belgian uh, film that. Is that Jess Franco? Uh, no, it's Belgian. He's, he's not Belgian. <clears throat> yeah, it was. Uh, look it up, Dave. Yeah, look it up. It was really it was, it was fabulous. It's on. Um, I think it's on the Prime right now. What year did it come it's, out? Oh, was that the 70s? 70s. 70s yeah. yeah, it was. I think that um, I don't know if y'all watch Horror Story, but Horror Story Hotel Gaga's character. I'm pretty sure she lifted the entire character of the Countess. <laughs> it was like I'm going to do that because like the outfits, the like the mannerisms, yeah. the the way she like the cadence of her speech were all very very similar, and it was actually Gaga's portrayal that led me to Daughters of Darkness, which is now one of those films that I'm like, this is gay as fuck, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, well, let's be personal. When did you all come out? You, it, what age? Either. Yeah. That's that's okay. So I came out to my grandma when I was like ten, and then she died. Like right after, not literally like on like in front of me, but like a few weeks, like maybe, oh maybe a couple months, maybe a, couple, like a few weeks, a couple like maybe a month or two later, she passed, yeah. and then I like was like, oh my god, I killed grandma, and then I didn't tell my mom for another two years, and then I went to Christian school, and then I got out of Christian school because I was like, this ain't working, y'all, like I'm gay, and then they were like, you can leave or we can expel you, and I was like, baby, I'm gone. Yeah. So I left, and then I just. I thought that it was going to, I thought coming out was going to be like, um, really cool. And I was going to go to high school and be like Sharpay Evans from high school, school. Um, but I really got the Glee experience. Whoa. Yeah. Trevor? Uh, I was 18. Oh, I was wow. 18. I mean, the first, In first adult. time I came out. Yeah. Um, I came out to my sister. I was like 12 
and she didn't talk to me for like two weeks. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so I went back in. Um, but yeah, then I fully, like, full ass came out when I was like 18. You know, I had like, you know, I felt like I had enough money to take on the world. And, you know, I had like a part time job and I was like, fuck yeah, what I don't care. Like, you know. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it was good. You know, it gave me a confidence boost. But yeah, I mean, I came out when I was 18. Yeah. Did you stay or go whenever you came out? Stayed. Stayed. Yeah. It actually went really fucking well. And I was like, <laughs> why was I freaking out? Like, you, like, you know, I, I, I got very lucky. I got very lucky because not everyone has that experience. Well, the reason I ask that is not is not just to be personal. It's to ask when you were able to go to a movie theater or get see a movie with someone and be like, either with a partner or another gay person or or even just a friend who's not, and been like, we're gonna go watch this gay ass horror film and you're gonna love it. Or you know, like when did that when, when was that ever, did that ever happen or has it ever happened? Um, I mean, it definitely happens now. It took me a long time to find my tribe, though. I came out um, like I. Barrel rolled out of the closet, went to then went to public school, dropped out, um, and did the bullying, and then um, got a job at Zappos, got my apartment as soon as the training team, moved to Louisville, um, and then like slowly found like a gaggle of trans women and was like, oh, these are my people, and then now I'm here. So that was like, yeah, 12, 13 years ago now. Yeah. So. I mean, college for me. Yeah. You know, uh, that was when I, like, first, like, really fully started, like, living, you know, as, you know, I'm just like, oh, hey, I'm gay. And it wasn't a thing. And, like, nobody knew me before. It was actually really easy. And I hate to say that, but it was really easy for me because I was like, okay, yeah, I don't know any of these fucking people. Like, I, they have no preconceived notions. And, you know, and so it was, it was a little bit easier. Maybe that was a cop out. I don't know. Um, now you timed it perfectly in your life right? to make it easiest, yeah. whether it was on purpose or not. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't done purposely. It just okay. kind of like happened. Um, and I was like, well, I'm going to college, so fuck it. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> That's the time to do it. Yeah, BKG crime. You know, you know. <laughs> oh, you, uh, you, you spoke about American Horror Story for a minute. Um, you know, uh, was it Ryan Murphy? Mm-hmm. He makes a lot of, he makes, like, the American Horror Story is, is embedded in, in queer culture. Oh, yeah, culture. it's gay Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. But but you get a lot of that now in TV shows, and sometimes they embrace it, and then in other, in other um, TV shows, they don't, like Hannibal. Can't, I don't know if you've ever seen the Hannibal TV show. Oh, it's well, fucking amazing. You should watch it and tell me that it's not queer. You I'm can't. Sure it you is. can't. It absolutely <laughs> like they they almost they get to the line and then they decide not to cross it and then they go right back to the line and then decide not to cross it. And uh, my wife is really big into that show and she's like, "But they just fucking kiss. They just get it over with." I remember reading about Hannibal. That's um, it doesn't have uh, theories, right? No, no. So is it like an origin story? Yes, it's it's beforehand before Red Dragon. Brian Fuller's the the guy who. Uh, guy who created it um he developed it and you know it's like i said it's 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 right there there's lots of like hannibal is a queer character without saying he's a queer character i could tell that just from watching him in his little prison cell yeah. like, that's just sister <laughs> yeah. he is a squirrely you'll see exactly what we're seeing what everybody else is seeing you'll, you'll probably see more and you'll be like yeah yeah it's happening i'll send notes send notes please have y'all seen chucky the series yes yeah. it's yeah. great it's great. Okay. The, the, <laughs> it, it is, and the best part about it is, is uh, there was there's one scene where um, uh, the the main kid comes out as gay, 
and Chucky's like, and, and she's like, he tells Chucky, and Chucky's like, why would I care about that? I'm not a monster. Yeah. Like, that's so awesome. <laughs> and if you want to think about it, his son. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Glenn or Glenda. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Don Mancini, who did like all the child's he is too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's like 55 years old. He looks fucking like he's made out of glass. Jeez. Uh, I guess from here on, and we'll edit this part out because okay, then we'll you you know we'll just take turns talking. Uh, Oh, I just feel like I'm 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 taking over. I don't like that. Uh, Everybody, y'all were talking about Carrie kind of being like a revenge fantasy. I was reading. uh, There's this person wrote something on bloody disgusting. Uh, Alice Collins wrote a whole article about Sleepaway Camp being a trans revenge fantasy where kind of to wrap it all up, it's just, you know, they said it feels good to see the trans girl take out the pedophiles and bullies over the course of the film. That's exactly what she's doing. Yeah. Which is what he's doing because that's a complicated, that's a complicated movie. Yeah. On one hand, yes. bitch, You better kill the pedos. But also, I'm like, you didn't want to be trans. So you're not trans. They're like, You've been abused. That's a great movie to talk about because yeah. that's like what I conservatives said. like to pretend that parents are doing to their kids when they give them gender affirming care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fuck. Um, and that's a film that's either it's 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 had its waves like a pendulum. It's like people when people came out it's like oh it's anti trans and now it's been like been like embraced again and then it goes back and forth and she talks about like i said she's coming to town in a couple of weeks and she's like i can't wait to meet all my all my trans gay fans because i have i love them so much and they're they're such big supporters and i'm like and i didn't say this but she's probably gonna hear this is like yeah but there's a lot of people who actually hate that movie because they don't see it that way yeah um how do you guys feel about it i'm on both sides yeah. i i still love it like i love the movie because it's campy i love the sequels yeah, um, I think it's the third, the second one that gets really, really stupid. That's the one. That's my. It's favorite. got some great music though. Yeah, I love it. yeah. Uh, was it fucking Bruce Springsteen's sisters? Yeah, yeah. Angela. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can see both sides of that too. I'm not, I'm, I'm not trans. I can't speak on behalf of like what a trans person thinks of that film. But you know, at the same time, uh, it wasn't something that she actually chose, or he, he actually chose. They actually chose. Uh, there was default to they too. Yeah, you it know, doesn't feel right calling you them don't she. Know. Yeah, doesn't feel right calling yeah. them he. But you know, so. I don't know what that character felt. Um, I, I mean, rage. I, he didn't. We didn't want the shit. I didn't want that. You know, but um, you know, at the same time, you kind of go into. You know, yes, it's a revenge story, but then you also have um, the whole like you know the other, the you know. I have nothing in common with like most people that would watch the movie. They, they don't have a lot in common and it becomes, Oh, the other becomes the killer. It becomes like almost a uh, cautionary tale. Uh, yeah. And that, that happens in a lot of horror, you know, like, I mean, Anthony Perkins and psycho. Oh, and absolutely. That character it's, you know, Oh, okay. You know, so I mean, and that kind of segues into like, not so much representation, but how, uh, LGBT people are represented in horror films. I think that's a you know good example of. I think that they maybe original. I mean, I can't speak for the fucking filmmakers, but it's like the twist ending was to even horrify you more. So in a way, it's pretty fucking like fuck you. But now that's people like taking it back, saying, "No, how about fuck you? We'll embrace this movie and make it our own." Exactly. I just, I just remember would, being very confused when I saw it as a kid. I saw it at like ten <laughs> years. to draw her. Well, or, I saw it at ten years, years old. All and the like, time. I didn't understand what was happening. I was like, wait, so that's a boy? Or and like 
I, you know, I couldn't rewind it because I just watched it with my mom and she's just as horrified <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. as I am. So I couldn't go back and be like, wait, and it took me a couple of years. So I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. It's really like, interesting. We also didn't have language for it back then. <clears throat> yeah. Like the language back then was very limited, whereas now we can like sit back and discuss it ad nauseum forever. No, it right. wouldn't have been made. It wouldn't, they wouldn't yeah. even allowed it in the theater. Oh. God, no. Especially yeah. no. Today? No. no. Mm-hmm. We're never going to get a, a sleepaway camp sequel unless it's like direct-to-video, a fan-made, yeah. like, Friday 13th kind of film. Like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. That, well, I wrote down uh, a couple because I got two different sides because there was, like, everything I kept reading about it from um, different trans people who kind of, like, reviewed the movie were all, like, the, all on both sides. Like, they hated it or they loved it or there was kind of, like, it's got its faults. It's but, like feminist and but, psycho. Yeah, but you know, it has its faults, but it definitely, you know, it starts somewhere. You yeah. have a representation. You know, uh, this uh, uh, one quote I got was, you know, it's nearly every single transgender person grows up being raised in a gender role that does not fit, but that doesn't mean they're mentally ill or seriously violent or going to go on a killing spree, which is they're like, I don't like this movie because of that. Exactly. Yeah. But on the other end, it's like, I want to see this person get revenge and all the people that fucked them over. <laughs> Yeah. You know, on a second view. Yeah, on a second view. Yeah, on a second view. <laughs> That's the person that goes out and buys and goes, yeah, now, now let's really <laughs> fucking enjoy this yeah. movie. I couldn't see that. Uh, High Tension is, is another one I fucking love. And you all have seen that. It's a, it's a French-Canadian film. I, uh, um, was it Alexandre Aja? Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic uh, big movie. And it is a slasher fucking, it's brutal as hell. And it was a big budget film. It got released theatrically. And uh, have you seen you know what I'm talking about? I've seen bits and pieces of it. My I God, fell I fell asleep really... on my first viewing. Not how did you fall asleep? Because like shit. literally <laughs> the first the first scene of the movie is some dude giving getting head from a severed head yeah. in his truck. You know, <laughs> it, was just, it was so comforting. I love it. Uh, my daughter actually turned me on to it, and she was like, "You need to check this movie out." I'm like, "What have I done? This, this I raised this to watch this. Oh my God, it's just really brutal and." And the I can't spoil it. Fuck. It's a French movie. It's a French yeah, it's French Canadian. Yeah, French Canadian. Canadian. Oh, French Canadian. Okay. Yeah. Some really fucked up horror movies. Well, <laughs> David Cronenberg talking about body uh, horror. Yeah. yeah, you know, David Cronenberg came from Canada. There's so many great <coughs> body horror films. Uh, I mean, what, what name out some of your favorite films? Let like, educate us, because uh, you know, I mean, I have an idea of what I like, but I want to know more. Try to go first. Go oh, yeah. first. Go first. Go ahead. Um, so Carrie, obviously. Yeah. Daughters of Darkness. Um. Uh, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. What's that werewolf mi- uh, movie with the lesbians? Ginger Snaps. Ginger Snaps. Yeah. Um, Freddy Two. Also Canadian. Uh, yeah. So Nightmare on Elm Street Two for sure. Um, is it a is it a good movie? Mm, but I enjoy it. Um, I definitely, definitely ranked lower than six. Whatever. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. If I had like if I have to to rank it in the oh, Nightmare series, it's like. It's like four. Oh, turn off your microphone. <laughs> but it's queer, so it also is number one, which is, yeah, because I'm, uh, I'm an elitist. Um, and then I think another, like, queer movie that I love that's not really horror, but it's horror, to, it's, like, within the realm, is um, Adam's Family Values. Um, I consider anything that's, like, spooky or, like, dark comedy enough, like, horror. Uh, so Serial Mom is another one. Love Serial Mom. Oh, um, yeah. It's not super gory or anything, but she does beat someone with a white pump. That's camp. <laughs> and it's gay. Pussy Willows. She wears an actual paper Yeah. Like, I love that. Um, yeah, I, would, I, I think top three, Carrie, Daughters of Darkness, Serial Mom. 
but that changes every day. Yeah, I'm <laughs> awful with ranking things. When we rank it, I'm just totally just having fun and being like, maybe one of those is in my actual ranking list because it's so hard for me to be like, well, this is my favorite because there's so many genres, subgenres, whatever, zombie films. Like, yeah. fuck. Don't it blow your mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scream is a queer horror film. Yes. Yeah, you talked about it. Yes. That was going to be on my list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. And Lost Boys. Oh, oh yes. that's so horny. Yeah, that is my favorite gay horror film, and it's it's yeah. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I see, I, I see, what, yeah, I see. I, like I haven't, I never thought well, of movie like that, man. but yeah. yeah. But I can see it. Kiefer Sutherland and the Lost Boys was part of my awakening. <laughs> That's fucking beautiful. Who's that haircut? <laughs> All of it. Billy Wurz is my favorite. It's, yeah. Billy Wurz, he plays fucking uh, uh, Dwayne. He's my favorite guy in character in the whole movie. But yeah. He's still alive. They're, they're all just dropping like flies. Uh, what else? That, that's it? Scream and Lost Boys? That's all you got? No, I mean, Scream and Lost Boys. Nightmare 2. Fuck you. It's so shady. Yeah, I mean, you know, Scream, Lost Boys, Nightmare 2, because it is incredibly fucking gay. Yeah. Um, the entire, I mean, basically anything that Clive Barker's ever made. I was going to bring uh, up in a minute. Yeah, Nightbreed. Are fun. Nightbreed yeah. is all about that. Yeah. It's telling you. Yeah. Nightbreed, um, you know, Hellraiser, if you're into some really kinky shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I like the subversive horror film. Like, it's got layers. It's like, it's got layers. It, it's it, it, it's for mass audiences. But if you want to go another layer, it's got this. If it's, it's for gay audiences, you can see it there. If you just want to, like, see gore movies, it's got there. Hellraiser is that movie for so many people. Um, and especially for me, because I didn't even pick it up. I, I think I read it in, in a fucking The Courier Journal, which is a local newspaper about the uh, the guy who wrote this is is a gay uh, gay icon. I'm like, I didn't what I didn't. Even, and the picture they had of him wasn't even him. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I still have that cut out upstairs. You never read nice. Rawhead Rex, did you? No, I didn't read it, but I've seen the movie a hundred times. Fucking giant dick monster. Yeah, yeah. I know. The whole thing is a big like, yeah. list to, uh, to, to Irish dicks. <laughs> Most Irish dicks are not very big. I'm just. Saying. <laughs> I have a list of, uh, <laughs> of, of movies that I consider queer horror. Okay. And I'd like to ask you what you think. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, starting off, um, so just yes if it's queer, no if it's not. Um, Young Frankenstein. Gay, gay, so gay. Yes. Buffy the Vampire Slayer with Chrissy Swanson. Duh. Boots. Um, ticked off T-Slurs with Knives. Are you familiar? Never seen that. It okay. stars Willem from Drag Race. Okay, yeah. Okay. Well, I have it, and it's... Um, Controversial, and I love it. Um, I watched that on I'm HBO. Always <laughs> down for controversy. Yeah. I had the, I had the, the one who plays the nurse, Nurse Conlingus. Oh yeah. I had her on the podcast. Oh wow. Um, she actually uh, lived in Lexington. She lives in Texas now, oh. um, but she used to live in Lexington, and she's a hoot and holler. I love her. Nice. Um, the people under the stairs. One thousand uh, percent. Obviously, Elvira's Haunted Hills is gay as fuck. Duh. Um, <laughs> Daughters of Darkness. I've never seen that. We have to get that. I love that you brought a movie none of us have seen. It sounds pretty gay, though. Like, it, it lesbian... It's on my list. Lesbian of, vampire cult? Or? So it's uh, I, it's a, it's an erotic Belgian. lesbian vampire Belgian foreign slasher movie, but it's also a comedy, but it's also horror, but it's also porn. There's oh, we're all going to watch this together. <laughs> uh, it's on my list of things to show. It's my interest. <laughs> it's on my list of things to show at Bellarmine whenever I, I have movie nights there now. Um, so Really Queer uh, will be there. And it's on my list of things to show because I love to talk about women in horror. I love to talk about beautiful gowns. And there are many. 
Uh, I love to talk about lesbian shit, um, sapphic violence, and like the 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 like vampires in general are just gay as fuck. But they're also like seductive, and there's a lot to like mine from there. So I can just yeah. have the mic and talk for as long as I want. Everybody stays plugged in. That's what I love. Um, Dawn of the Dead, the the one in the mall. The original. I mean, I, there's no queer characters. There's no queer characters, but I could kind of see that because, like, they're they're held up in a mall. They're held they're in shopping, and and the the scene. Oh my god, the uh, the the makeover montage. Yeah, yeah. The and also all gays work in retail, um, <laughs> with the exception of the two of us. Um, no, I work in retail. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. So you want some makeup counter? Every time I go into a like a store for the first time, I have to find the person there that's queer. I'm like looking around because I will talk to no one else. Like, yeah, he works like, at a Halloween yeah. store and runs the makeup oh, counter. Well, Caulfield. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we actually met at uh, the Alvar, the uh, Alvar Haunted Hills. Yes. I remember talking about your jacket. I was looking at your jacket. I was like, that looks familiar. Oh. Um, let's see. Uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, I consider gay just because it's, it's campy and it's stupid. Yeah. Um, I know what you did last summer. 100%. Bet. Um, scream. We've already yeah. decided. Showgirls. <laughs> I love that movie. It's a half joke. <laughs> Over Hoven in his best. Dude, that movie's a 10. <laughs> oh, it's on the list, but... but uh, Right of Technique. Oh, yeah. When, I mean, okay. the, you, I mean, you, yes. 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 I feel like yes. I've done Man's Scene to get his hands on it. Yeah. Yeah. His character. Was That's a great. Too. Yeah. His character was ridiculous. I loved it. But definitely Brad and Chucky. Like, yeah. that kind of is, is like, uh, the makeover, the, the Tiffany makeover <laughs> montage was Just fucking clutch when I was a kid. And I think that is partially why I got into doing makeup. Nice, because I was like black lipstick and a leather jacket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kind of wanted to be her. She did a film uh, when I was younger called I think it was called Bound, maybe with uh, Uh Jennifer Shaw. Yeah, fucking goddamn, that one got me like I I like this movie. (laughs) Like it's brought up a lot. Oh, does about like like queer shit? It's it's Bound. Do y'all listen to horror queers at all? Mm-hmm. Um, the podcast, Trace, right? Yeah. yeah, Trace Thurman and Joe Lipset. I know of it, but I haven't. Yeah, they. Uh, I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's Trace who brings it up every opportunity that he gets to talk about Bound because he he's obsessed with Gina Gershon and also it's lesbian as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. I think I've got it on view. Just on these walls around here, Gina Gershon. Oh, very sultry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that movie in general is just fucking great. It's beautiful. It's beautiful to look at. Like that was a time in like '90s, like thriller movies, like that. Uh, what's the, uh, the they did a, a remake of a French film called uh, um, Cacking, but with Ewan McGregor. Um, is it Ewan McGregor? Who fucking plays uh, Obi Wan Kenobi? Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Ewan McGregor. Yeah. What the fuck is it called? Uh, night Night Shift or Night Something? Doesn't matter. And it's it's a, it's a fantastic movie. But all those movies, they're just like they're just lurid, like the colors. The, the acting, it's like, oh, God. And that movie uh, is a part of that whole, like, independent, like, coming from Dimension movies. You know, you can hear the trailer in your head. Uh, so that that movie, uh, it's a, it's in my top ten of that style of, like, 90 movies. 90s movies. Nightwatch. Nightwatch, thank you. Yeah, and so it's a remake by the same director who made, who just remade his own movie for American audiences. With Nick Nolte and Patricia Arquette, Josh Brolin. Fuck, man. It's amazing. Yeah. Speaking of 90s movies, I was 
thing. I was like, I probably watched the interview with the vampire a lot as a, like, as a kid and was like, I this movie's great. Sure. Yeah. And just missed all that. Went right over my head as a kid. Really? I was like, really? You guys are really good friends. You've got all these people who are making the movie. So I thought it was very much because he just come off of uh, what the crying game and made him to be the vampire. So yeah. I thought that was like his statement. Yeah. It, I got older and I was like, oh. I uh, missed all yeah, that. Yeah, I, I forgot how much time. older I was. I was like 12 when they came out. <laughs> Fuck. So I was already, yeah. already had kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't seen the show. Has anybody seen any of the vampires? I haven't watched shows? the show either, but I heard it was good. Uh, okay. I've, I've, it's better loves it, so I'm sure I'll love it. Yeah. I just haven't gotten a chance. Twitter? Who has time to watch things right now? God, that's what I meant. Like, it's just I'm bombarded. Uh, I don't even watch The Walking Dead. All of a sudden, that's streaming again. Like, I mean, trending again. It's like, fuck. And I know it's like the last episode. It's because, yeah, it's over. It's because it's over. Which, thank God. Fuck, yeah. I, I just, you hate it? I, I, I loved it yeah. for a few years. Just like and so Did you fall off like, in season four, too? What happened? I think season four is whenever they... Is after after they get to the prison. Once they got to prison, I was like, yeah. this is dumb. Yeah, I kind of stopped watching it at that point. But then, especially like when Glenn died, like that was a fucking awesome effect. <sighs> but... I hated it. That's when I stopped reading the comic. Yeah. Because I used to read the comic. I'd get them every oh, week with the, the code. <clears throat> like the, 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 the subversive color code, like <clears throat> the covers. Yeah. Okay. So, like, basically, and then, well, the comics, like, you could always tell when something bad was going to happen. That's because something started. really good would happen. Oh, yeah. And in that comic, it was issue 100, Maggie's like, I'm pregnant. And Glenn's like, yay. And then Negan, like, fucking breaks his skull. Yeah. And I just remember reading it and putting it down and be like, just fucking done yeah it's too much like because the, the, you think the tv show is bad man read the books and you get so much more emotionally attached to these people it's just the fucking like that's what's brilliant about it, it no it that was great and i will one day finish it because i've got all the <laughs> trades and i've got I've, i kept buying comics after that so i've yeah. got up to like 120 or something like that but i can get the trades no problem and i'll finish it one day it's emotionally traumatizing to, to every single episode have something something good happens, and then immediately something unimaginably horrible that, like happens. Your favorite character dies, and you're left, you're left just end, feeling like crap. Yeah, can't we just end on a good note once? Yeah. Like well, everybody saw episode. Yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> that's what they needed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was hard because like it was it was really cool seeing that because I was like, I love how fucking violent this is. This is awesome, but at the same time, I liked it. And oh, that upset me. Really. <laughs> that's and I was like, fuck though. this show. That's, I know, it's, it's great. That's something that we all talk about we want, and then when we get it, we're like, fuck it's me. It's great writing, because that was the only death in that show that really made me like feel something. Yeah. It's like, I, I think Herschel I was gonna say, got his head chopped off. Maybe, what was it, before that or after that? I can't remember. Before. I felt nothing. I was like, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that... that, that, I, that you can't deny what that show did for horror in general. Like that put it on the map where now we're it's a television show a week. There's a movie yeah. a week. There's independent movies that weren't gonna get released or being released. That that show, that's like that Shaun of the Dead and the Dawn of the Dead remake are just exploded horror in the two thousands. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, thank you. And then we get a lot of crap and then we have our emotional breakdowns and we wanna cry. <laughs> did y'all ever play the game? Tell the Telltale series. Oh, the walking dead. No. Yeah. I played the first the first one, but then I was like, "Oh well, I'm you get the dog, and the dog killed me because I didn't feed the dog." 
<laughs> and killed it. And I was like, this game's too emotional for me, man. I, I might end up having to kill this dog. Uh, I, it is very emotional. I played, um, I played up to the Michonne one. I don't know if there were any more after that. And I, I cried more times than I care to admit to that game. It's like The Last of Us. Every time I oh. play The Last of Us, I'm just like weeping. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll admit it. I started God of War, the new God of War game the other day. And I was bawling my eyes out at the beginning of it because, like, it's just dog dies, man. Oh, really oh, sad. Was there the app now? It's like the dog dies in the movie or whatever it's called. Well, it doesn't yeah. tell you for the fucking video game. I'm just like, I just got like a single tear. And I, I was like, hoping for I'm you. hoping Rachel doesn't come out next, you know, in the room and be like, oh my God, my fucking day's ruined. I saved what another wolf earlier. Katie's the same way, man. It's like, Dave, what are you doing here? You're like, don't come in. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled up a quick list of television and LGBT character and in, in shows. And we've already talked about almost everything on here. American Horror Story, The Walking Dead's on here, Supernatural. True Blood, uh, the Teen Wolf, Vamp- Buffy the Vampire Slayer, all of these great fucking shows that we, I don't think we would even have if you didn't have Buffy and you didn't have The Walking Dead. Um, I mean, fuck Joss Whedon, but like the things that he was able to accomplish at a time when nobody gave a shit about the horror genre, it was, I think it's great. But like we were talking about watching characters die, like when I watched Wash get killed in Serenity. From yeah. coming from that television show, and he's like, he's one of the best characters, and he gets fucking killed like that. And you're like, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this coke and ten dollars soft drink. But um, like, okay, what? As in television shows, what was the first one you actually latched onto because of the the the, the subtext? Buffy. Boom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a I'm a true blue gang. I love that show. <laughs> I didn't have one. You really? I mean, you were yeah. more of a movie person? Or? I was more of a movie person. Okay. I was more of a movie person. I didn't really watch a whole lot of, a lot of television. It's okay. Up, you know? It's all right, man. Yeah. I used to sneak watching Buffy. Yeah, we were, whenever I was a kid, I was not allowed to, to like ingest secular media at all. So I would be at my Nana's house um, and I'd go into her son's room, who was like off at school or whatever. And um, I could watch TV in there while she watched like the news. Um, and I'd watch Buffy very quietly on FX. And I came in, started watching it, I think, around season three. Oh, it's um, my first, My first but, like, time seeing anything of Buffy was uh, whenever it was the episode where Faith kills a man. Uh, Bad Girls, I think it was. Um, and I was, I was addicted from there. And then I caught the reruns. You know, wa- watching TV back then was very different than it is today. Mm-hmm. Um, so it took me a while to get caught up, but I was invested and then they had the musical episode, Tara Dies. Like, that was awesome. I think, actually, truly, Buffy was probably my first, the first time I ever saw, like, a queer person. And yeah. it, was, it was Allison Hannigan and, um, uh, I can't remember her name, but Tara. Amber Benson. Yeah, uh, Amber Benson is so good. I, yeah. used to, I, I collected all the magazines when they were coming out, and they came out with the Angel magazines, and they came out with Angel Buffy magazines, and I had all that crap. I still have the graphic novels and all that stuff. They also have a couple of those in the comics. Yeah, yeah, I love the comics. I like the, yeah, I like the. I wanted the season eight, but the season eight comic series was good enough for me. Did you pick it? Watch the reading? I I got. I so the problem. The problem is, is they're each like fifteen dollars, and whenever they were coming out, I was a broke queer drag queen. (laughs) I didn't have money. You were spending money on other things. Yeah, I had to buy makeup, not not. Like comic books, so yeah. I didn't really get into it. But there's a compendium, I think it's called. Now it's like all of season eight and one thing, and I really want to get it. Um, or alternatively, they could just make it into like one of those animated 
Um, oh, yeah, motion comics. Yeah, motion comics like they do with DC. I would love that. That's a great idea. I think it's Dark Horse. So Dark Horse, if you're listening. Yeah. Well, uh, the Watchmen uh, came out as a motion comic. Uh, Red Sonya came out as a motion comic. There's a lot of this. That was like a big thing for a minute. Uh, and then I, I don't, nobody talks about them, so bummer. <laughs> Where do you guys want to go from here? Well, I think there's one movie. There's one movie I made notes about that we haven't brought up, which was Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker. Oh, oh yeah. Jesus! I just watched that for the first time, like recently. Yeah, I thought I, I watched it probably like in the last year or so, but it had just yeah. gotten released uh, to the masses finally because you couldn't find it for the yeah. last time, and now you can find it. And they showed it on Joe Bob. Oh, that's yeah, right. that's right. Yeah, yeah, I watched it on Shutter. I think. Um, yeah, but that was like the, one of the first to have like a homosexual male character as a positive figure in the movie. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't die. Yeah, and they don't die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't bury the gang. What a yeah. trope-smashing movie. Yeah. Uh, there was a, somebody was, uh, one of the quotes I got from him was like saying, you know, he's a gay man, but he's not like a pervert. He's not, mm-hmm. he's just like, he likes men, he's got a boyfriend, and his boyfriend's murdered. Not a stereotype. Like, there's just like a positive there's a gay person in a movie. He's like a black yeah. person. Like, doesn't have to be like, hey, what's going on, man? He's yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm George. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was just like a regular character yeah. in the movie, which at the time was a huge deal in like the early, in the, that part of the 80s when that came out. <laughs> but yeah. And plus the mom in that movie is like Carrie type levels crazy, <laughs> which is also makes it like an insane kind of movie to watch as well. Yeah. Trevor, where do you want to go next? Your, your realm is special makeup effects and mm-hmm. makeup effects, uh, uh, you know, uh, by itself as well. Uh, and you run a makeup counter at a local Halloween store that's been around since 1920. Yes. Um, what is it like, basically, because I know you see drag queens every fucking day. <laughs> What's it like either helping them, seeing somebody who needs help, who doesn't even know how to ask questions? Like, do you get to see that a lot? Do you see the timid person is like, come on, baby, come over here. I'll yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's it's There's not, like so much questions I want to ask from where you're. It's it's not an everyday occurrence, right. but it's that little gem, you know, yeah. that comes in when you know either you have like, um, you know, because like I, I do see a lot of drag queens, um, you know, that come in and buy makeup. Most of them know it's exactly what they want, which is great, you know, because I'm like, cool. I don't have to color match anybody today. This is awesome. <laughs> Um, oh, this is water activated. Yeah, but then I'll have, you know, I'll occasionally have like a baby queen come in and they're like, just like looking. I'm like, is there anything I can help you with? And they're like, no, I'm good. And I'm like, okay. And then they're looking some more, looking some more. And then five minutes later, they're like, um, so, and I'm like, no, come here. Like, let's, let's do it. <laughs> um, How do you approach them? Um, yeah, that's what I guess what I was trying to ask the question. You usually see the look of bewilderment in someone's eyes. You know, like especially being at the counter, yeah, all that yeah, makeup. Yeah, Jesus Christ. yeah, I get overwhelmed, and I'm very seasoned. But yeah, like whenever you see, like if I didn't know what I was doing, and I was walked in, I was just like, like how would you like approach me? To be um, like, hey, do you need help? Yeah, just hey, you know, basically, usually it's it, it, if there's anything you'd like to see, just let me know, and then that kind of opens a door where it's like, well, I think I need one of these, but I don't know what I need, and like, what do you recommend? Like, you know, so and so told me to go like. You know, if they don't have, like, a drag mom, like, you know, so-and-so told me to, like, you know, go, like, one or two shades darker and then this and that, you know, or sometimes, like, you know, they'll have someone that told them to get, like, this list of things that is completely wrong and will not work. Um, it worked for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I don't, do, I don't do drag again, so I don't really, you know, know all of the nuances of it, but I know makeup. 
Yeah, you know. And I know, I know lighting, and I'm like, baby, no. <laughs> you know, and I'm, and I will say that I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> Especially now with people who have a million filters on their cameras yeah. that they're going to use yeah, for like, their tutorials. You know, I'm not going to let I'm not going to let you walk out with something that's going to make you look fucking crazy. Yeah, or uh, God forbid, too dark. Right. Yeah, and then it's yeah, too dark or too light. Yeah. Sure yeah, there's no refunds, uh, is there? <laughs> yeah, no, no, not to make up. No. I know. Yeah. yeah, I was joking, but like, uh, yeah, but you know, I mean, so it, that's kind of cool. And then you know, I've also had, um, I've also had people that have come in that are kind of um, experience, yeah, and people that have just reached out to me in general, like um, you know, not affiliated with the shop or anything like that. You can name names. Um, do what? Oh, I don't know if anybody famous or not. Oh no 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 uh, okay. no! Uh, and it's people like I, I'm not going to out anybody either. Um, okay, that's what I was going to say. But yeah. it's, you know, I've had, I've had, you know, several people that have reached out that, you know, are like just kind of beginning to like feel themselves and they're like, you Feeling know, yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's just that the first step into like, oh, hey, I think I may want to explore this. Um, you know, hey, I'm feeling this way. Can you show me how to do this or give me pointers? And that's really it's it's like it's really cool. It's really special to like be part of that, um, of that whole like journey and experience because it's like okay, you know, uh, you know, because I you know I, I went over to um, uh, I went over to one person's house and um, you know I was just showing them how to you know here's how you you know here's how you do your eyeshadow like here's just a basic look and then you can you know amp it up or turn it down um, and, and just kind of seeing that person start to like flourish and really start to feel themselves you know you slip a wig on and you're like fuck yeah you know, like i'm feeling everything so it's really cool to like you know um be a part of that that the journey yeah you know and it's it's kind of it's fulfilling isn't it it, it really is yeah. it really is it's really cool that's um, gorgeous though you go from people yeah. chopping people's heads off in movies and yeah. then being like oh come here like, yeah i mean I've, you know i've had that happen you know i've had that happen a few times and every single time i'm just like this is really fucking cool. Thank yeah. you for trusting me. Like, this is awesome. You know, so of course I'm not going to name any names, but, um, you know, and there are several that like, have you know, fully come out now and they're hot as shit. And, you know, I'm like, get it, get it. Like, this is fucking cool. <laughs> I used to get to help people pick out outfits. Um, so I'd have like the baby trans or yeah. like the baby queen come in. Yeah. Topic. And I would see them like come in and be like, <laughs> like, oh, I see. I, I I get what. So you're over there looking at skirts, but I'm like, I'll handle this, everybody. And then I go over and I'm like, you doing okay? Like, <laughs> and then they're like, they're like, oh, you know, I'm just, I'm just kind of like, I'm looking at whatever. I'm like, okay, well, if you need any help, um, I'll be right over there. And I'm like making sure that they know, like, baby, I'm. You have a great resource. Use it. And yeah. then eventually they get the balls to walk over yeah. and be like, so I need help. And I'm like. I know. Come to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And now you're doing it with movies. Yeah. Of your movie nights. Oh my god. And I'm sure you're seeing more and more new faces. They're like yeah. they're telling their friends. They're like people this who is don't a fucking like horror. safe place to go and hang yeah. out and watch horror films. Yeah. I mean, we try to do that at Gore Club, but it's different when you have somebody who's literally on that side. Yeah. Like you know, you know, you're there. <laughs> I get to. I get to have. I've had people who come for the commentary and not necessarily for the movie. Right. And they're like, I don't usually like horror movies, but. Like, I really like, I like really liked what you had to say about this. And, you know, I watched it and it was, you know, I had my eyes closed up for some of it because it was scary or too boring. But I loved the commentary and I liked what, like, how you, you, you could make me appreciate horror movies, which I usually kind of thought were schlocky and stupid. 
And now I'm like, oh, there's like actually like substance here. I'm like, yeah, that's the whole, like the whole point of doing it also um, because I'm an egomaniac and I like to hold a mic, but (laughs) yeah, so like it it works out really well for me and it's very fulfilling. So it's like the same thing as like working in like a retail environment and getting to help like, you know, seeing the, seeing the dolls come in and being like, she's new, she needs some help, Mm -hmm. getting to help her out. And then also seeing like baby gays who've never seen mommy dearest. You know how many gay people, uh, like young gay people haven't seen Mommy Dearest? Wow. And then I show it and then they're like, that was really good. I didn't even know that that's this quote from Drag Race or this this thing that I always say is from that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I mean, come next month. It should, I'm show another one. It should be required viewing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what wire hangers mean. I actually yeah. just saw a, um, a video earlier that was um, the bathroom cleaning scene mm. from Mommy Dearest made into a comment commercial. And it was oh, <laughs> God damn, that's awesome. And she is in uh, Psycho 3. So you got the Anthony Perkins, the whole, the yeah. whole it's fucking great. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah, full circle. Full I totally forgot she was in Psycho 3. Right. Wait, who's in Psycho 3? Uh, the daughter from, um, the, what's her name? I can't remember her oh, name. From uh, like Christina. Mommy Dearest. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's the star of Psycho 3 besides Anthony Perkins. I know that. Yeah. I did not make that connection. Great. But I also have only seen Psycho 3 once. So okay. I should really go back and watch those. The fourth one is surprisingly really good. It's the one where he's like on the phone and he's re- like remembering his past. I think it's um, Thomas, what's his face from ET or whatever, is playing the younger version okay. of him. Did they ever go to space? Henry <laughs> that's the that's how I know that the, the franchise is truly made is when they go to space. Oh shit! Yeah, oh, my fuck, it's great. Barbarella, but Psycho in space. Uh, I can just <laughs> imagine. Does anyone else like the remake? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Hash is great. Then uh, fucking Beagle awesome. Morton's yeah. it's, like it's like a shot for shot remake, right? Yeah. 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 I never watched it because everybody's like, it's just the same movie. Don't exactly. watch it. Okay. It's so funny. Here's the thing about that kind of bullshit. When people don't like that, then they get mad if the remake that they're going to go see isn't as much like mm-hmm. the movie they wanted it to be like. And then yeah. when it is, they're just like, I don't like it. It's like, what do you want? Make up your fucking mind. Yeah. There's actually a version on YouTube you can find. It's called Psychos. And it takes both of them and it puts them together. It's oh, all nice. the whole movie, and it's gorgeous. I mean, he, he changed a couple little things here to make it his own. The house is different. The way mom uh, looks is a little bit different. But, I mean, that, that cast is amazing. Vince yeah. Vaughn is a fucking psychopath. You only see that like that and Clay Pigeons. He plays a serial killer. Yeah. I like and now we see him again in uh, Cell Block, the Brawl in Cell Block 99 or whatever. We Jesus. actually oh, see him yeah. as a fucking crazy badass. Yeah. I mean, he's 6'5", and he always plays a beard-chugging piece yeah. of shit. Yeah, Psycho is great. I mean, remember him in uh, in the Lost World? He's a great, like, fucking sexy superhero guy. Yeah. Sorry, Psychos, man. Check that out on YouTube because I mean, it's got both of them going at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so weird because like you could just take a Psycho, you could make an entire just podcast about Psycho, like, and just do multiple episodes. Like, there's whole documentaries about the the shower scene from Psycho where they're just like breaking down every single little bit of that. Yeah. And it's like so much going on in that movie. Like you're just like, you watch it and you're just sitting like on everything, the music, you're just like stressed out the entire time. And the thing about some people don't want to watch a black and white movie. So you can show them that movie Mm -hmm. and it's pretty fucking close. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should go back. I'll go back and check it out. Funny Alfred There's a lot of there's a lot of like hidden sort of queer references in, in exactly. I mean, he could be he's pretty much a piece of garbage person, but his films are amazing. I mean, Roman Polanski, there's Vampire Killers, one of my favorite vampire movies of all time. I mean, Sharon Tate's amazing in that film, but like I'm talking about the art, another gay right. icon, right? Sharon, Tate. Sharon no, fucking shit. Tate. 
Did you watch the Hillary Duff movie? Uh, which one? No. Oh, the, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I know what you're talking about. I, uh, I turned it off. I turned it off. I turned it off. Yeah, my partner loves yeah. that whole <laughs> idea, so she was so fucking disappointed. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I saw, I, I knew what it was. I knew exactly what it was going to be, and I was not disappointed or let down. It was exactly what I knew it was going to be, and I was satisfied. Yeah. Okay. Like, this is absolute well, garbage. This is a piss movie. I love it. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, when, you know, Baby Girl did a lot of press for it. And she, she sure was did. all kinds oh, of shit. Oh, Hillary Duff, right? Yeah. 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 She was posting all kinds of shit on all of her social media, and then it came out. And, and it was all critically just panned. Yeah. <laughs> Jeepers Creepers Reborn, girl? anyone? Yeah. 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 Is that the third one? No, it's the newest one. I have it. I, uh, Where it looks like they I shot it on this fo- on a fucking phone, and the effects are like, oh my god. Uh, it's bad. Jeepers so Creepers bad. was one of my, like, intru- like true entryways to horror. Like, I had seen Carrie, but, like, for, like, a, like, for what got me, like, into horror was Jeepers Creepers. And it's so, it's so, it's just sullied by the the, no, the knowledge that I have now of the director. And I'm like, I yeah. can't even like enjoy this because yeah. Yeah. this yeah. feels gross. We've talked about him before and like you watch Jeepers Creepers too. And there's all those long tracking shots over young boys' bodies. I'm like, this guy didn't get to, he never got punished. No, he didn't. Yeah. No. And but, for me to like now, and like, that was another thing where it was like a gay awakening. I'm like, oh my God, all of them like suntanning on top of the bus. Yeah. It's boys and not girls. <laughs> was this made for me? And, and well, then now he's a garbage. Yeah, and now it's dirty because it was for some creep and not for me. Also a creep, but a different kind of creep. Yeah. <laughs> Age appropriate creep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shit. Oh, like, why can't I just be 15 and horny? Why do I have to, do I have to be 15 horny and socially aware? <laughs> bullshit. Powder is a great, like, superhero sci-fi horror, you know, horror film, but it's the same thing. It's like, it's very gay. But Victor Selvin, same fucking director. Yeah. It's like, fuck, man. And, and you know, Patrick, uh, Sean Patrick Flannery is fantastic in that movie. That's one of my favorite Lance Henriksen movies. He makes me cry in that movie. Uh, and, yeah. yeah, Victor fucking Selvin. They just kept giving that dude money to make movies. I know. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> Yeah, let's people talk about have something. gotten canceled for less. How did this go on for so long? <laughs> I don't understand 90s. it. Yeah. And <laughs> now we can't even sell the rights to somebody else to make a like to like remake it and like not have him get money for it because the the, the property's already too too far damaged. Yeah. And it's like the one like we don't get like horror creature features anymore. No. We don't get that. No. We got that with the creep. I want yeah. I want more I want more scary creatures. I think the last one you get is uh, uh, Victor Crowley. Actually, Victor Crowley, Crowley, you got Terrifier or whatever, but that's like creature, creature. But like creature, he's a real monster. Like a you monster. don't even know how creature, like how fucking monstrous he is until that one wing pops up. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck? First time I saw that, shit my pants. Like, that's so good. So fancy. And I'm never going to get the chance of it. I love slashers. I love slashers. I love a human, like, I love to, like, Ooh, this is so, it's so cool to like be like all deep and whatever and be like, mm-hmm. how did this person get to be this way? But I'm also sick of people. I want monsters. Yeah. I want yeah. monsters. There was that one movie about the, the the mom and daughter in the car um, and it's raining and it's really dark and there's like a creature out in the woods. I, I have no idea what I'm talking about. It's fun because we're all like, I'm trying to... yeah, it was on, it was on, it was on, it was on Prime. Um, I can't remember the name of it. So I'm just going to let it go. Cujo again. Yeah. Oh my god. Cujo, Cujo at night. Cujo too. Um, <laughs> Cujo cries. But yeah, it's like that was that was one. But like we don't really get like good creatures, and I miss that shit. Yeah, and that had happens? a budget, and it looked good. Yeah. You knew how to make a fucking movie, and then all that shit comes out. Yeah, that foreskin wing. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that fucking scene, and everybody's just like, oh. 
not only is he not dead, he's something else. Yeah. What a great first film. I just worked on a very charming little uh, Christmas creature feature that I'll send you a link to <laughs> when it comes out. Yeah, you're allowed to talk about it right now? Do I? Are you allowed to talk about it at all? Right um, I can't talk about the plot, but okay. it's... Um, right now, the... Well, no, Fangoria did an article on it. Okay. So I guess we can, but um, I don't know if they released any of the plot points, but it's called A Creature Was Stirring, or A Creature Is Stirring. Okay, cool. I don't know. It was a different title when we made it, but... um, Released for this year or next? It's going to be released next year, most likely, but it should be be a fun one that, yeah. You can't tease us. Come on But, like, it's a creature feature. No, it's a creature feature. It should be really fun. Is it? Um, And the effects team behind it is phenomenal. Um... It, yeah, they did a great job, you know. So, so this is this is the Grizzly Adams movie Elves right here. Your movie is like, <laughs> oh, it's like it's the way I'm talking about movies. Yeah, yeah, when no, it comes to yeah, Elves, no, I love yeah. Christmas horror. Yeah. So I'm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm really like, excited. Like, on this we're movie. here. Same that movie. movie's on the second fucking floor. Great. Yeah, because there is a an anthology Christmas horror movie called All the Creatures Were Stirring. Yes, it came out a couple of years ago. I own. You're talking about Christmas horror films. I have a stack like that tall, obviously. Uh, and they're all, it's like 40 copies of Santa's sleigh. No, I love that movie though. Uh, we talked about, uh, violent, uh, violent night. I mean, it's not a horror film, but it's like a exploitation and action movie. I'm definitely going to go see that movie. Oh, here we go. A creature was staring Scout Taylor Compton and Chrissy met star in Christmas horror film. Sweet. So bloody disgusting. Good. I know she's in town right there. Yeah, or she, she was. was. She's still in town. Okay. Yeah. 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 They were. Was this a film that was shot here? Yes. There are so many movies happening all over right now. Yeah. Yeah. There's tax credits, baby. Yeah. Well, now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you say he's directing it? Huh? Did you say he's directing it? Is it current one? Yeah. Like the, the, the one, one that you just worked on? Oh, uh, no, that was um, uh, Dan, uh, Damien Levick. Okay. Yeah. I was pulling it up for you. That also made The Cleansing Hour. I had a moment. Yes. Yes, that was a great movie. Yes. Yeah, he directed The Cleansing Hour, too. So that should be pretty fun. Yeah, Sam's doing the one that Scout's in. Yeah, he, they just wrapped. So we're talking about Sam Irving, who directed uh, Elvira's Haunted Hills. Uh, he's in town with Scott Taylor Compton from Hollow- uh, the Rob Zombie's Halloween. Uh, but they're doing like a rom, like a rom. Yeah, it's like a right? lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of Hallmark stuff going on right now. Uh, yeah, he makes a living off doing that shit. He's doing like one back to back to back. He won't be leaving until I guess New Year's Eve. New Year's, yeah. Um, supposed to be my drag like mom's working on one of those. Oh, right. Yeah. Nice. Tony Vincent. <gasps> I love Tony. Stop. <laughs> That's Mother Hampton. So I guess we'll, um, I mean, this was a great episode. Thank you guys for coming on. Um, and I guess we'll just wrap this up here in the next uh, couple of minutes. But I definitely wanted to, uh, I think one of the, you guys had, had a question. Uh, I was going to say, like, where do you all think we should, where do you want kind of like queer horror to kind of go to? Or where would you like it to see it go? Yeah, where should Compared it go? To what's, what's been out now and what's came out in the past and what's going on? Where would you? What would you all like to see? I mean, I want to see it become just like I don't know if I want to see it go in any particular direction. I just want to start seeing gay characters that gay and queer characters that are not like it's they're just gay, yeah, or they're uh-huh. just queer. It doesn't matter. Um, just a queer character it doesn't you know, post it, people. It's it's again, girl it's, or whatever. yeah, you know, it's not a you know. I don't want it. I, I want it to go in that direction and not be like a cautionary tale or yeah. oh, this is the killer. Yeah. Um, the other, you know, and, and otherness is such a huge thing in horror. That's why I love it. But 
Um, I just want to see, like, I don't want to see it be, like, a thing. Like, oh, yeah, the gay guy dies or, you know, the, the, the trans woman dies. You know, I just want it to be, like, oh, all this crazy shit is happening to them. And they just happen to be queer. Yeah. You know? Or normalized. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I don't want it to be, like... I mean, it's not really, like, a huge punchline anymore. It was a punchline, you know, of course, a lot in the, you know, in the, the 90s and 2000s and in the... Um, really, from the beginning of, you know, film to the, say, 80... Or, well, okay, so let's say, you know, beginning to, like, 70s, it was very much a, you know... Oh, cautionary tale. Don't go down that path, you know? And, and that was just, you know, not only in horror, but it was in all media. You know, I mean, you had PSAs, you know, in the 50s, a favorite, Boys Beware. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jimmy doesn't know it yet, but, uh, <laughs> you know. And then, you know, in the 80s, you kind of had it, 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 it a lot of it coupled with, um, you know, there were a lot of, like, undertones with AIDS and, and all of those, you know, types of things that were happening at the time. Uh, you know, and then of course, in, you know, 90s, early 2000s, it was always a punchline. So, like, I just want to see it just be a thing. Like, don't, just don't tell me. Just exist and don't make it a piece. Don't make it a punchline. Don't make any, like, just... Crazy you know, stuff happens. Yeah, crazy. Day. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> I just want it to be yeah. that. You know. It seems like it seems like I said uh, like Chucky, like the the Chucky show. Like it's just normal. Like the kids gay, exactly. and they move forward from there. Yeah, I think that I think that Chucky's a good example of of where horror is going to go. Yeah, I have I do have hope that horror is going to treat us much kinder in the coming years. Um, I want to see more like final boys, whether they're gay or yeah. straight. Yeah. I think that there's mm-hmm. some, there's, like, don't get me wrong, <coughs> love women. Um, love watching, like, the like the girls get chased and, you know, be, like, rise up against this very masculine energy. Um, but I also, like, I don't have that many examples of, like, a final boy. Like, there's obviously... Jesse. Jesse. Yeah. Uh, Jesse. But, like... There's, there's <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were doing, yeah, I thought you were doing that. Like, right. Um... <laughs> But yeah, like there's 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 Jesse and then and then who? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jared Padalecki in the Friday Thirteenth remake. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Okay. I get um, it. But it doesn't count yet. We have yeah. I mean, there's more boys in like Friday Thirteenth that can you know kind of stand in as like final boy or final enough uh, boy. But yeah, I would like to see more more final boys. I'd like to see more queer people just existing in a horror film. Exactly. Like, maybe we're not the first ones to die. Yeah. Or maybe whenever we do die, we don't have to confess, wait, you can't kill me, I'm actually gay. Because that was funny in Scream 4, but I don't want to see it again. Like, I'm gay. We're moving on. Um, yeah. And then I would love to see, like, and this is, this is partly because I want to be in it, um, but I'd love to see, like, drag, like a drag, cool. like, slasher. I had a friend who was kind of who was writing a trans slasher film, and I don't think they ever had it made. And it, I was like, "This is going to be amazing!" I was going to be the DP on the film, and I never heard anything else about it. And it was like right before COVID, so I'm sure that fucked everybody's world up. Yeah, it fucked everybody's world up. Who might get contacted again? Who would you cast in this drag slasher film? Hell yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you I'll play all the roles actually. Oh. Um, <laughs> now, I think uh, if it, it depends on if it's like like how what the budget is. So in a perfect world, not me. 
Um, and then probably Jinx Monsoon. Oh, yeah, um, she's I would uh, I think I think Gilda Wabbit would make a really good local oh, legend yeah. icon star. Gilda Wabbit um, <laughs> would make a really like a really fun uh, stand-in for like the the horror obsessed nerd type who's like really intellectual and smart. Or as the killer, um, that would be really really fierce. Um, I think that if we were to put like like maybe Monet Exchange or Bob the Drag Queen in a horror film, that would be they would be comedy gold. Do they yeah. mind? fuck out of that uh jackie beat would probably be really fun um no offense to jackie she's she's much older than all the queens i've mentioned so she would probably have to like play a, a specific role the harbinger oh my god oh god <laughs> don't go in here yeah uh honestly There's a legend around here that's that's something that i talk about a lot with the like the local girls i'm like we could y'all we the have spooky boots legend. we have iphones we can make horror movies do it like we could we could easily like create these like this stupid script i'll write it and then just start shooting it and then put it all i can edit it all together put it out into the world and then see if maybe someday it gets picked up i don't know i think it'd be fun there's so much there's so much to mine from drag queens in general because we're theatrical we have great references like we could have an entire scene of like a, a slasher who comes in with a wire hanger and a thing of jacks or comet and just <laughs> like, your own student bodies or whatever like yeah. that. it's trans yeah. well, and like, like and coming from like a makeup effect, like a makeup effects perspective there are so many good kills they're like the opportunities are endless you've got you've got heels that can go into skulls yeah you've got um you've got chokers that yeah. you can choke yeah. someone with yeah you've got slasher um, on the set of the boule brothers like fucking oh yeah obviously back. obviously that would be a great fun uh, yeah i would i would definitely cast swan thula um in the film because i think swan would be such a fun like final girl because uh, i don't know if swan knows this about themselves but they're very very tiny um and <laughs> they, so, they kind of have like I, I believe that they could very easily go ballet girl um, and play like a ditzy blonde. Like if we just took all the, all the Dragula off yeah. and just was like, just a, any old any old drag queen, put them in a blonde wig, and push them out there on set and be like, hey, go be a dumb bimbo for a minute. I Well, you've got a makeup effects artist here. You got a drag queen that wants to do a horror film. So you all just do this, and I'll be there to watch. Someone has to be smothered with a hip pad. Yeah. Contact him. Shoving my bird seed down somebody's throat. There's like a big old, like ginormous boob in their throat. (laughs) Oh my god! That'd be so good. Please, please let this the only problem is, is that none of my none of my wigs can be used because I'm not getting blood on any of them. I would kill someone. We'll have a budget. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you get a wig budget. It's, all right. it's totally fine. We'll be sponsored by the <laughs> podcast. We'll be like, don't worry about it. We get you all the wigs you want. Yeah. Honestly, having the like instead of like like having like full moon pictures and then like oh. it fades and then it's Gore Club and then fades again and it's some random like I don't know absolute vodka. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Fuck, man. Oh, now, man. there's always the part that I hate when it comes to how happy I am when it comes, when, it, when, it, when the, the climate is what it is. But there's the fucking pendulum push when it comes to the right or the, the redneck assholes or the overly religious vomit people that are just trying so hard with every fucking breath to stop any kind of progress in the world. They're not going to win. They're not. I really, truly believe that. But those They're people old. scared the They're fuck out of me. Yeah, but then they yeah. breed these assholes like the, the just happened, like the, did the mass shooter. His grandfather is a MAGA person in the government. It's like, yeah. fuck, man. I always hate the, that. that's what I'm saying, like the pendulum that pushes back. So there's always like, that always happens. And that's what scares me the most. Um, I think we're at a point now that it's not going to just be able to be pushed down. I mean, the, just voting down the number two, the, the no on amendment two showed that there's still like a movement out there for people who want to protect themselves. But uh, that those people will still go back and, and vote Republicans. Like, so you're just going to keep putting the people in power who want you to die. And what, you know, it's, it's a, it's a weird climate that we're in. Yeah. I thought this would be a good timing to do these kind of episodes as we're going in, as we were doing. Uh, I just think these episodes are, it's a good time to do it because I want to hear people's perspective when it comes to shit that I love. And uh, I'm, thank you all for coming on and, and being a part of what, I think it's fucking special, and I think it's only going to get better. Thank yeah. you. For what it's worth, everything that's about to happen with all the election nonsense, it's going to... I mean, shit's about to hit the fan. I mean, yeah. it's been hitting the fan for eight years. So it's going to keep happening, um, yeah. and we're going to see it. Uh, but the cool thing, the, the thing that I always can say, at least at least we'll get great horror movies out of it. Yeah. 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 It's going to reflect what we're scared of, and we've already seen it with movies like Get Out. Um, get Out was a great example of, like, horror really tapping into what we're scared of right now. Mm -hmm. And right now, black people are scared of crazy-ass white people. So they made this amazing film that literally my black... I was like, we should go see Get Out. Girls, let's go see Get Out. And they're like, I'm not going to see that with you. You need to go sit in the theater and watch that by your damn stuff. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And so I go see it, and I'm like, oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm, I get it now. Like, there's... Yeah. Like these, like that was a movie that like black people watched and and it resonated with them deeply and their fear. And then, as a like white person who actually gives a fuck, I'm watching it. And I'm like, I'm just gonna sit over here and eat my food <laughs> and mind my fucking business. And I don't know. I think we're gonna get a lot of movies like that. I know we've gotten some like COVID. Like we had the what's that one um, host? Um, uh, yeah. like in the middle of the pandemic they made that shit real quick um, <laughs> and it was like you know you watch it and you're like sitting most of us watching it on our laptops on shutter and it looks like I mean it literally looks like you're in your own zoom meeting watching these people go through what they're going through like horror is always going to reflect what we're scared of so we're all batshit scared right now right yeah yeah. the world does not is very bleak so we're gonna get great horror out of it but definitely there's a so. win everywhere if you yeah. look hard enough great horror great yeah. music hopefully yeah, well, it's just like the eighties when, when I was I have, up, you know, I you had the Reagan era. Like, yeah, but the music that comes out of these out of these, these dark fucking thoughts and the people who don't want to be a school shooter who are like still have something to say in a positive way. Yeah. That's what I'm excited about. And maybe yeah. one day we'll actually get that trans slasher film that in ten more years it'll just be another fucking slasher movie that just happens to be a trans person. That's a really good way to. It's a positive outlook on a on a subgenre that one day will just be a genre. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I hope for, and I just want to thank you guys for coming on. And uh, thanks for having us. And I want you all to tell us. Yes, tell us where we can find you. Start with you. Start with you. 
So with me? Okay. Um, you can find me on uh, all social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, um, Be Real. Um, the Sydney Hampton, T-H-E-S-Y-D-N-I-H-A-M-P-T-O-N. Um, you can find my podcast uh, on Apple and Anchor and Google and a bunch of other places. Uh, really Queer, R-E-E-L-Y, Queer. Um, have a movie night at Bellarmine starting in January. Uh, where I'll be showing um, anything from masterpieces to cringy guilty pleasures. And then we'll, uh, it's, I host it Elvira style. It's really cute. I make a bunch of jokes. And then we go into like a film discussion. Um, so if that sounds like your vibe, please come. Please come. Um, and then you can catch me at play uh, once or twice a month. Yep. Now that's at Bellman University in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. And if you can't make it, um, I do have a Discord um, where when I have time, I stream movies. And I talk about them um, as long as people actually are in there for me to talk to. Um, but yeah, I like I love to yeah, I love to like yeah <laughs> I love to stream I like I like streaming movies too because I don't have to get into full drag. I just have a mic and I'm like talking and I can like take questions or like turn it over to other people. It's really easy with Discord. Yeah, um, I love Discord. Yeah, we've been talking about doing that. And Ace is with some people from the Save Love Satan podcast. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah. yeah, you can you can literally just unmute somebody and be like, yeah, go ahead, and then they like can you know, give their two cents. And then it's like a really great discussion. Sometimes it's a bunch of queer people. Sometimes it's like a handful of queer people, but also like people from other backgrounds who come on and they're like, you know, thank you for talking about that because I didn't know that. And this actually made me think that's, I don't know. It's, I love, I love discord. I love streaming stuff because you get a, a different kind of audience. So yeah. That's that's awesome. Find me. That's awesome. Uh, I'm on all social media. Uh, <laughs> Trevor Thompson makeup artist, Trevor Thompson makeup. It kind of varies, but if you just type in Trevor Thompson and an M, I usually pop up. Um, uh, you can also find my website, trevorthompsonmakeup.com. Sweet. Or uh, at Caulfield's Novelty in downtown Louisville. One of the oldest Halloween and uh, yeah, you can, magic shops in the world, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, you can just find me rest. down there occasionally, you know. Uh, Dave, do you have a question? No. Thank God. He actually stops <laughs> these fucking I don't have any questions. Oh. I don't have any questions today. Okay, well then get us out of here, Dave. All right. Thank you everybody for listening. Uh you can find us on Pocket Cast, Spotify. The list is uh, behind their head. The list is behind. Oh wait, no, there it is. It's over there. Anchor, Anchor FM, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Apple Podcast. I already said that one. Uh, cast box and verbal.com. Yes, those things too, or wherever you're We're listening to 37 us. Countries. 37 countries. Or you can listen to us wherever you found us and are listening to us now. Especially in Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Why don't you suck my Rico? Oh, God. All right. Um, love you guys. Thanks. Bye. Like, share, and subscribe. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Vessel, Ace, and Death Metal Dave. <laughs>